You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Maddie from the Voluntary Vixens podcast. And so I know I've been a bit absent of late and or, you know, occasionally I'm out of the picture. And Jesse runs the show for me with the help of a friend or a fellow vixen or, you know, somebody from the gang. But I figured while we were in between... Uh, recordings that I would share with you all one of those instances where actually like Maddie was there and Jesse was unable to make it uh, by no fault of her own Jesse was there for an initial recording with these guys of the tactical buffalo podcast they reached out they wanted some female liberty brains to pick they had some Really thoughtful questions, at least for me, when I was on with them the second time, kind of like the round two. Jesse made it for round one that did not get recorded or did not get published for whatever reason. But myself and she's referred to as Mama Boogaloo, but I think she's um, now Lady Liberty 1776 on Instagram if you want to follow her and the other guys at Tactical Buffalo Podcast. So it was just a fun, interesting conversation to have. I'm much better at being asked questions than providing my own thoughts uh, forthright. So it was just definitely interesting. And while it wasn't an interview, it was just a really good question question and answer session. And it was uh, nice to get to know those guys better. I see, I see their memes, I see their content, but it was really good to talk to them in person. And so kind of random, but also I think still related and ended up being what I thought was a really good episode. If I do say so myself, maybe you're either a chick and you're single and living in the Minnesota area and Brian sounds like your guy, or if you're one of the guys that listen to our show and might be having a hard time in the relationship world, like it's rough. I hear you. It's, it's just awful sometimes trying to figure out um the dating scene it's terrible and i'd like to say that it's probably worse for those of us with the liberty liberty vein liberty streak in us because you know it's we don't really fall in one side or the other in either the two main ideological camps that um our society finds itself in and so that can be really really isolating sometimes so don't give up hope. Uh, continue listening and really just hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Voluntary Vixens, where Jesse, Maddie, and Kim give a female voice to news and pop culture with a libertarian twist. Join us to stay informed and challenged while keeping it sane, peaceful, and most importantly, voluntary. If it doesn't, I can come. Oh, you're kind of a far drive. I won't be there by morning, but I'll be up there to hug your ass. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. And I'll come um, back with your fucking contacts. So. No, yeah, you would too. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome everybody. This is our second attempt at recording this episode. The first one went mm, a little rough in the sense of got real emotional on the guy's end. Uh, more emotional than we wanted it to. So we're just going to do it again and have better content this time for you. 
We um, ended up in a big group hugging each other afterwards. We needed it to yeah, survive. It, it, it ended up being a giant group hug. And I ended up having there. to stay up and uh, talk to Matt until one in the morning just to make sure he'd be okay. Yeah. But to move on from that conversation of how shit the last one went, uh, it's big bad here. Um, hopefully to lead the pack on this one i was actually actually made a list of questions for this which is the first time i've done that for an episode so hopefully it goes smooth oh is it my turn yeah mama it's, yours. <laughs> no it's mama boogaloo oh and now i say hi uh hey yeah, it's maddie, maddie. <laughs> it's no maddie worries, from no voluntary mixes it's always going to be rough every time. Even even when it's just the normal buffaloes, it's like we still trip over each other. It's Sassy Traders from Instagram. And Tacto Buffaloes. And awesome. OnlyFans. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's for your family, right? Um, and, uh, awesome. So we were, able to, we were able to snag two uh, wonderful women in the liberty movement here to ask them questions about relationship advice. Sassy, are you breathing into your mic or what's that about? Sorry, my mic is way too close to my Large face. Gust of wind. Jesus, are you outside? Is it a thunderstorm? Jeez. Um, but I'd like to start out with just for some context, um, Mama and Maddie, if you guys could give us. A rough introduction of yourself, just kind of like a, a a very very brief background. Um, you don't have to get too in depth, and then like a relationship status where you're at if you're married, single, dating somebody. It it doesn't have to be too detailed. Just so then everybody kind of knows where you're coming from with it. Not that they think you're coming off the wall from with advice. Yeah, so we're not crazy, right? Or like so- totally. <laughs> So I am 30 years old. I've been married for seven years now, and I have three kids, and it's been a very long time since I've dated anybody. Um, I'm Maddie. I'm 29, going on 30. Woof. Um, dating somebody. Uh, it's actually been just a year now, and, you know... Dating world's rough out there. I'm glad I'm not single right now. Sorry to everybody who is. But, you know, yeah. if you are in that, you want to like, have at it. That's Thanks. great. It's I just um, all good luck. It, it, you know, hang in there. It's, um, I feel like you're, you're fighting a good fight. Just keep doing you, man. Yeah. Definitely. If it's definitely. a good fight, why is it so depressing? Oh, it's just not easy, uh, that's all. Because it's a fight. Keyword. Yeah. So, start us off the first question. This is something we tried to talk about uh, last time we recorded. Um, I'm not sure if Mama Boo Boo was there for it, uh, if she, we were able to get her input or not, but I know Maddie wasn't, so I'll just lead off with this one. Um, there's a noticeable lack of women in the liberty movement, and or at least outspoken ones in the liberty movement, and what, what do you guys think is the is the cause of that? Um, because I'm, I'm would prefer to date somebody who at least is ideal, I 
ideologically similar to me um, because I'd like to not not that I'd want to be in a relationship with somebody that's an echo chamber, but I don't want to be fighting with them every chance that there is, you know. Definitely. Um, I can I can start if you want. Uh, so you know, one of the reasons that uh, Jesse and I decided to start doing our podcast, the Voluntary Vixens, not to just plug us here, but like it was because we had noticed, um, especially in the podcasting world, you know, in the liberty movement generally, there seemed to be a lack of, like you said, outspoken females. And um, while it's funny, we're both introverts. Um, you know, we can at least kind of be a little bit more outspoken, but from behind the walls of the internet and. <laughs> behind a mic and so i don't know i think um there's probably to some degree a lack of women in the movement because i don't know um you know it, it we're not talked to we're not um you know we might be more talked at and i think you know for me i'm uh information file like i love information and learning and so i kind of um just learned my way into the liberty movement honestly like i wanted to understand why and how economics worked and um that might have been like what really furthered me from being a conservative um to like a you know anarcho-capitalist uh than anything and so um i agree that it's really important to find somebody that um at least lines up with you on some really important issues and i guess i don't know maybe i'd figure what those were and um for you or for you know whoever's listening um and then i don't know don't compromise on them and there's gonna be somebody um but then and and some things that i'm learning to do is um you know which know which fights are you know which, which battles are worth it and um which principles are worth not compromising over but um or when to not you know start arguments i'm very non-confrontational um so I usually don't start an argument, but um, there's definitely certain things that I would, that would be deal breakers. So I guess know what your deal breakers are. And um, I agree. Like if you're an anarchist, would you really want to date somebody who's far left or, you know, far, like a super conservative out there and just, <clears throat> that's really hard to follow up, Maddie. <laughs> um, <laughs> we could tell who's who's been on podcast before. Um, I'm completely. I, I, don't, I don't know if you guys if you guys saw it or not, but I did put a uh, rough schedule into the uh, podcast chat text channel. Oh, um, so nice. if you want to take a look at that, that's kind of what Thank I'm going you. off of as that far as helps. questions. <laughs> um, yeah, I think okay. So yeah, like so a like, lack it, of women in the liberty movement. Right. What think, what do you what are you guys from your perspective of being women in the liberty movement? What do you think's causing that? I think maybe it might like a little bit for me is not being taken seriously or just being kind of talked at and not thought of to be able to carry those kind of conversations because you usually we're we are in the the back of it and like being a being a mom of three kids it kind of didn't feel like I had the time for it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think mainly just 
you know, not being taken seriously and dick pics probably would have is what kept me away. From that, that's usually a and that, that <laughs> actually kind of that does roll into my next question of what can we do to change that? And I think both of you mentioned it. It was part of it was to talk to, not necessarily talk at, but also all the guys out there listening to this. Stop being so fucking creepy all the time. Please. <laughs> I actually haven't encountered a whole lot of creepiness or oh, whateverness. You, um, have, you haven't hung lucky. out with us long enough, apparently. <laughs> no, I'm talking more like I haven't got the dick pics or any kind of weird whatevers with anybody. It's been pretty pleasant so far, um, to be honest. Like, it's been a really great experience building this page. I've gotten dick pics. I'm pretty sure you asked for them, though, didn't you? <laughs> no, I, I only asked for Matt's. Oh, that's right. Even then, uh, he still just sends me them. Yeah, Matt. Matt's a Matt's a different animal. I'm, I don't know. Uh, he had he had something going on tonight where he couldn't couldn't sit down with us, but that's all right. We'll uh, make up for it with some comedic relief at some point. Um, I got this. So yeah, I mean, it's it is it it's a. I'd say mainly, definitely the the guy's fault in the community of why women maybe don't feel welcome or don't want to step up to, not step up to the plate, but step up and join it and be outspoken about it because they, am am I phrasing that correctly? I mean, you guys, to an extent, don't don't feel, I guess don't feel welcome, you know? I'm listening. Well, I think I, I, I feel what you're saying. And um, it does. And, um, you know, I'm I've always kind of been different. Like I fit in well with like I've always been able to make guy friends easier than girlfriends just because girls kind of we are a little bit um, we awful are to each other. Yes. <laughs> you know, we can be. And that's, you know, how we've evolved. Um, and so, you know, I think um, I, one of the reasons like. I feel right at home in this community is because everybody's been very, very welcoming, like whether it is male or female. Um, and I think, you know, I don't know, maybe that hasn't always been the right image. Um, and then I guess another thing is that, um, sorry to say I'm a lot, very female of me. Don't worry um, about it. I, I stutter and stumble every, every sentence or two. It's, I think I, I try to talk faster and what my words can come out. And then I, have to stop and re- reel it back. So is that what's happening? It. Is that what's happening to Joe Biden? <laughs> oh, no, we don't have to go there something, yet. Something worse is going on with them. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but I guess uh, let's see. So maybe um, something that would help would be to kind of I don't know. I, I know a ton of like the Twitter girls are going to be you know eh, don't mansplain something to me like. And it's like, okay, well, I don't know, you, girl who says mansplain, one, you're not very open-minded and not willing to listen, so I don't really know what you're expecting. But, um, yeah, it's just, I, I think um, talking to girls, that might already kind of be, like, on the, along the same lines or along the same um, path. Like, I don't know, like, honestly, leftist females are so far gone these days it's just i don't even know where to like i can't talk to certain friends of mine 
And, um, you know, they are my same gender and it's just, you know, they've got their wall and, um, I can't get past. And I also don't want to, because it's like, they want to, in, um, they want to impose violence on other people, including me. And I'm not a violent person. And so I don't appreciate that, but I guess like trying to get the ones that are already sort of like agreeable, um, on certain things. And, you know, especially ones that might question authority or, like it, the ones that uniquely hate Trump are kind of useless. Um, but you never know. I no, mean, like, like that. <laughs> it's just you know they're all bad, and so if you uniquely hate Trump, like you're not a very smart person, and there's nothing special about you, mm-hmm. um, or your views. But I guess uh, so. Besides that, like trying to talk to them in a way that like already assumes that they're included in this world. Uh, this worldview of yours or of ours, like, you know, where they would fit into this liberty movement and this more peaceful world that we think, like, we'd all be able to achieve if, you know, there was a little bit less mass violence going around. Like, they they might just not, they might just be feel so disconnected from that, that it's like, you know, they, they can't even imagine or, or fathom it. So, just like, why even bother? And just assume it's wrong and evil and patriarchal and I don't even know. Yeah. And I think when, and there've been other, other podcasts that have brought this up, but just the, the word anarchy in itself is taboo to an extent. I mean, it, yeah. you think of it and it's, it's the very, thought is, it, it is a taboo is, like word. I remember when I was like, I recently got into anarchy and, it was it was a very weird feeling or or thought or whatever to be like maybe I am an anarchist when I had that moment. <coughs> Sorry, I still catch myself like it's it it's so taboo. It's like ingrained in us that anarchy is a bad thing and that it yeah. means chaos and that all things are wrong and things are going mm-hmm. amok. It's like. You know, I I think about I have to I catch myself and I have to like either stop myself or like correct myself afterwards. But like, you know, those points in your life where like just nothing's going right and like I don't know, it's almost like a meme or a a gif, and um, you're like, this is anarchy, and it's like, no, this is not anarchy. Like, you're actually, you actually don't know what anarchy is if you consider this to be anarchy. It just means yeah, like, like this, you know, this is actually pretty calm. Anarchy and chaos are not the same thing. And so, like, you know, if you say this is like madness or this is chaos, that's more accurate than like calling it anarchy. Right. Anarchy is just very simple, simple um, definition of it's just without, without rulers and without governance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In a sense. Um, I think either bloody revolutions or Anglo coined this phrase or that's where I heard it from. No moms, no bedtimes. You know, it's, that's what it means. You know, you you don't have to, you don't have anybody ruling over you, telling you what to do every day, telling you what you can and can't do. And I think, that is part of it, just a, a, an education standpoint of what anarchy actually is, or a volunteerist or a volunteerist society of all interactions between two people should be voluntary and um, consensual. So it, that's the extent of what it is. That's literally it. I can't I say think. from going from conservatism to anarchism, it is definitely more laid back in anarchy 
in because to be honest, there's so many fucking rules to follow when when you you know have conservative beliefs and you believe so strongly in that stuff. It's been so much like more peaceful with from going from that to this now. I've said exactly the same thing. Like I'm so much more relaxed now. Like I am calm and I am at peace with myself and more so with the world, even though like I see more and I'm, like it drives me crazy. Yeah, um, you mad, but, but... It, it's it's I think it's just so much easier not having to deal with like, oh, what's our position on this issue and what's our position on this issue and like what's this person saying and like do I agree with them? I do I need to fall in step with them? It's like no, F all of that. Like it comes down to... like it's so much simpler. Like and it's just more coherent and yeah, it's like closer in line with I think like the natural harmony of how the world works. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, education is definitely a, a big part of bringing people just in general into this community, into this ideology. Um, and that brings up something I think we talked about when we try to do, you know, the first run of this of like, what are some conversation topics that conversations or topics, subjects, whatever, whatever the phrases you want to use that, when you're uh, dating somebody, getting to know somebody, having a conversation with them, that isn't that very surface level, almost complete bullshit. Um, small talk. It, it's something that's more, more substantial. Deep, more substantial. That, and this is coming from a guy's perspective. So I don't know what. It is that women are interested in talking about because I I, I, I prefer to not identify as a woman ever. Just because um so like what are things that you you two enjoy talking about or would enjoy or would see you two mm-hmm. you as women, what I think would you I would, I Yeah. Would, I'm fucking lost on my words here. <laughs> you're talking about what kind of subjects uh, would be appropriate to bring up in like a date setting yeah like what 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 because <laughs> it i always find deep intellectual conversations very interesting and stimulating but the problem is do you get into them too soon do you get into them too soon do you talk about them at all do you just say fuck it and go right into it like hey what are your reviews on the xyz situation you know what are your thoughts about science the cosmos philosophy psychology you know it's like what is that all just we should all say fuck i think that would be something that just go with it or what to be honest i had somebody who was really into intellectual thought before and we got into it way too soon, I believe, because then I started to think that maybe this person is <coughs> could be too complicated for me. Or, um, <clears throat> I think I would rather be asked about, "Hey, what do you think about this?" Or, you know, "Hey, what do you think about you know what the president did the other day?" I think mm-hmm. that would be like throw softball questions into like really deep 
conversations and then it could go further. It could, it could not that it just depends on the flow of the conversation. Right. Yeah. I would say, um, like in just my own experience, um, and being still, um, legally single and then more recently actually single and hating, um, (laughs) hating it, uh, you know, I'm, perfectly fine with myself and being alone but it's like you know i only wanted to do that for so long but um so it's what's a funny kind of stark contrast for me is so like my current boyfriend now i I think it might have been like a month or like a couple months before we even talked about politics but like there's ways to kind of figure out uh like i don't know i am i've always been a bit of a wallflower and so i let people do the talking and um, I'll answer questions, but, um, you know, I won't be so forthright. I'll kind of like listen and wait and respond. Um, but mm-hmm. I let other people show exactly who they are. And um, but, you know, some really safe things that um, like I like to figure out what people do for a living. Like, what's your job? It's it's more than just small talk. It's like, OK, does this person <laughs> um, have a salary that's that comes from stealing from taxpayers? Or does he, has he, is he a self-made man? Does he work for himself? Does he work for his, a family business? Um, and then, you know, it kind of does matter, like, how much money uh, he might be making. Because it's like, do I need to take care of him? Or can he actually hold his own? And then, you know, we'd be a great team one day. Um, so, you know, that's kind of important. And it tells you a lot about a person. Um, and same with, like, you know, what does the female do? Is she, like, does she work for a nonprofit that, like... Um, probably lobbies congress and is actually like corrupt as shit and you know or honestly like i'm gonna probably and mom will boo i don't know what you do and i I, actually maybe i should ask you oh you're fine i'm staying home mom um (laughs) that sounds nice (laughs) it can Um, be yes um i'm very appreciative that i can be a stay-at-home mom especially and with the recent events of things happening, oh, yeah. but I mean, yeah. like you're doing it like a pro and everybody's like, everybody now is like, <laughs> how the hell do people do this? And, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be very um, good at figuring it out, but I want that to be a problem in my life, you know, so sooner, soon it will be, but um, I'll probably still have to be working. But so, you know, okay. Uh, I mean, for, like I have a part time job, but I haven't worked in a few months. But it's still there if I need it, you know. Yeah, Um, kind of thing. But I, I am extremely lucky to, you know, for my husband to be able to have the job that he has. Yeah, no, and that's that is one thing that women do look for in a man. Like, does he work at Burger King or does he do construction or does he do this? I'm not saying like you have to be a doctor or anything else. No. But, um, you know, your, your career path or whatever you're on does, it does, yeah, it does impact your life and it does, it does matter to, you know, a woman when they're looking for somebody that they can be with for long term. Cause we don't date just to date every couple months kind of thing. At least right. I never did. We want longevity. <laughs> yes. Um, so we want something consistent, something that, um, you know, is good for growth. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, it's, it's taken me time in my own life to grow, to be a 
in a better place and like want better men in my life. Um, but you know, everybody's got their own mistakes and problems. Um, but yeah. And and so I guess like that and like another safe subject that like really does kind of tell you a lot about a person, especially like a girl and what you might be able to expect from her is like, okay, well, what's her relationship with their family? Is she an only child? Um, honestly, birth order is pretty important. Um, really? I, it kind of is. I mean, so I, and again, I'm probably going to get, I, I, I don't know. Ch- no, a I, bunch I, of chicks probably don't listen to your <laughs> podcast, but if they do, I, they might get mad at me. I, uh, I think a, who cares what they think? B, <laughs> any publicity is good publicity. And C, it's just your opinion. And I really want to hear it because the people I've dated or like have had like a half assed relationship with in the past, for some reason, they've all been like the younger, youngest or like younger side of the sibling. Yeah. What are so, you? I'm the youngest. Okay. Of my family. Mm-hmm. So. It's just I want to see what your th- so you're used to getting the are. youngest child treatment, and you usually date the one who has the youngest child treatment. So you're kind of both used to being treated like that from other people, and I could see where that might kind of clash, like where your personalities might clash. Because not to be, I don't know how to say it. Um, Condescending. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not to be mean or condescending or anything, but you're both used to your parents and your family treating you a certain way because you're the baby. Okay. Yeah. So possibly right there. That would be, that could be a red flag for you that, Hey, maybe this might not work out, but you never know. Right. That's interesting because I, I guess it was just maybe if anything, very subconscious that I chose those people. Um, like it was more of a, age thing than anything i mean it was i mean do you usually go for people that are way younger or, or older than you i'm 25 and they've all been roughly the same age as me it's okay. just but it's possibly just by happenstance that they were all like the youngest or like close to the youngest sibling and that's just but that's interesting seeing your perspective on that too of mm-hmm. like why that maybe didn't work but no that's that's really fucking interesting i'd never had that thought before yeah no i never thought of it either i think of it all the time (laughs) i'm i'm weird like that but um again like i'm just uh i not to like toot my own horn or anything like that but like i've always been a very like observant person and um you know i think that's why like it clicked for me to be a biology major like what are you doing other than observing the world? And then like, that's why I loved Austrian economics because it's human action. And you're just like observing the patterns of humans interacting in the world. And like under that system, it would be voluntary. And so, um, so I mean, this is all like the good stuff. (laughs) And um, so I, I would definitely kind of like, you know, ask her about her family and try to figure out like, where she fits into it and honestly you'd rather uh-oh uh-oh might cut out i don't know about the whole getting like how they work with their family because i mean if, if, <laughs> if, i think because i can't hear you maddie right now um I'm not sure what the situation is with her connection um to to discord but i think 
where she was maybe going with that is like if they don't have a good relationship with their family, mm-hmm. that's going to be kind of a, a, a red flag. And which is, I mean, it, it, what you guys have said so far has been really amazing because I don't know how much you looked at the list that I threw on Discord, but you're covering a lot of it without even me prompting <laughs> you to, and that's amazing. Well, I mean, it's all up to you on how you feel about how they get along with their family because. Me and my husband are pretty much alone. Like we get along, I get along with my mom, and we don't have anything to do with his side of the family. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> that that's not really a big issue for us. Okay, it wasn't really a big issue for me because I'm, you know, it depends. It de- it can depend on some. Like yeah, if they want to push you away from your family, it's that's a different issue. But, like, if they just, on their own, don't really have much to do with your family, with their family, that's not exactly a bad thing. Because families mm-hmm. can be toxic, too. Yeah, right. no, that's very true. Maddie, we, I think we lost connection um, to you, or you lost connection to the Discord for a little bit. Um, you were talking about, like, how their relationship with their family is, and then we kind of tried to fill the gap of what you're getting at, I think. Um, were we kind of on the right page? Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. And so like, like mama just said, um, it would, uh, having like no connection with their family might be a positive thing. Like if a family is toxic, so really just like trying to figure out like what, where they are in the world with their family and who that, who, who that group of people means to that, like is to them and what they mean to them. Um, because, you know, like, I don't know, for me, um, I'm a huge family person. And so the fact that my last ex kind of resented or came to resent doing things with my family and it's like, all right, well, this isn't going to work. You know, how are we ever going to be a family together if you're going to hate being with those that I consider, you know, that are my family? And so, um, you know, the guy I'm dating now, like, even sometimes it's like, He's such a family guy that I'm like, you know, are we ever going to have time for us and our family because you're so connected to your family? But, you know, it's just all good stuff to um, try and gauge. Uh, And honestly, I think it's like it's a way to gauge a person's maturity and um, what they've dealt with and, um, you know, their compassion and understanding for other people. It really just, you know, listen, ask questions and listen. Right. Okay. so. To maybe take it a step back, um, just a bit further from the, and I that was kind of my fault. We kind of jumped right into the deep conversations to have topic, but from. But you see how that distance, like naturally progressed, though. Yeah, 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 for sure. <clears throat> like if it's a natural progression into those deep intellectual contract conversations. If it goes there, it goes there. Like mm-hmm. instead of asking extremely complicated questions at the beginning, or you know, deeply intellectual questions at the very beginning, if you know, it can go, it can get there on its own. Right, and there, then there's there's a couple people that I've known for a, about a year or so, give or take, for each one. But other than some very surface level information. I don't really know that whole lot about them or how they think or what their views are on certain things or what they're interested in just because I had never prompted the conversation. And Mm -hmm. I think that they were either waiting for me to, or just content with not talking about it. 
So, and, and this is a revelation I've had since Sunday. So in the past two days, <laughs> I'm like, hmm, next time I hang out with said person, I'm going to ask them what they think about this being, th- this being a very broad, open-ended topic, but something that they could show interest in. And if they don't, then move on from there. I don't, you know, don't push it, but it, right. it's having deep conversations with people you do know or you've known for at least a little while is a good a good thing i mean don't Definitely. jump into it right away like you said because it might scare them off with uh bringing up the what do you think about god question <laughs> yeah you know and it, it's it, yeah it'd be oh, maybe a little too scary but right. like, and, um, so, and starting somewhere where like you think you might have common ground um is safe Right. I mean, that's obvious, but mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you could become, you know, good friends or really close with each other and be willing to, you know, be open minded with each other on how the other person thinks, you know, because I when I was <clears throat> I had this friend who was, you know, extremely liberal and I was, you know, extremely conservative and that never affected our friendship or anything like that me and my husband have you know highly disagreed on things be it political or you know just in general but you know we're still here we're still here (laughs) you know yeah it's really what whatever you're willing to put up with or accept or be open-minded about definitely Definitely. I mean, it, and yeah, you guys, you guys said it all on that, on that point for sure. Um, you, from your perspective, I mean, that's, that's why we're asking you the questions. So then we know what you think and what's approachable and what's not, but to kind of roll us back into a more generalized pre deep intellectual conversation, um, stage, what, what are some things from a distance and Maddie's, like you said, being a biology, um, you like observing things. So what are some things mm-hmm. from a distance that you guys, that you being women at one point in the dating scene, notice about a guy, whether that be in person, like at a bar, um, hanging out with a group of friends or what would be, I guess the more common thing now with everybody being in quarantine, an, on, an online presence, like a online dating or even social media. What are things that you guys notice about a guy right away or that you pay attention to? Confidence, like yes. seeming like a confident person. And uh, is this person smiling or are they, do they have the typical frowny face mirror selfie kind of, kind of thing? Um you know do they do they look clean do they look like they take care of themselves what is what is around them if they are in a room in a mirror or something is their room clean or is it dirty kind of thing mm, good point um but yeah and <laughs> being able being able you know when they smile what do they what do they what does their smile look like yeah, smiles are important. Like how dead easily, eyes? like my how husband easily does right now. Does <laughs> you say dead eyes? Like, no, he's just looking at me. Oh, that's funny. 
Hi, honey. <laughs> yeah. Smile's important. Confidence and, and, you know, confidence is obviously different than um, cockiness. And Definitely, because um, you can tell in a picture if somebody's overly cocky or not. Yeah, like, you can tell there's a difference between, like, you know, having some self-respect for yourself and being in love with yourself. And it's like, I... So if we're thinking about like the online perspective, like I was just going to ask, can you guys give us an example? Because I, me being a guy from my perspective, you're going to have to dumb it down to the simplest level to get us to understand what you're trying to say. <laughs> Got it. Is your room clean? Yes. Yeah. Are you I clean? I don't take pictures in my room. <laughs> yes. Are it, you it, clean? It, um, are you hygienic? Is your profile picture uh, with you and another girl? Like, I would say definitely Ooh, don't do even, that. Like, yeah, that from, from a guy's perspective, like looking at girls' profile. Yeah, like, don't do, don't like, do okay, like I'm the just muscle flex you're not single. pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't, no confusing other females unless it's like obviously your mom, but even that's kind, honestly kind of weird. Like, it's really just best yeah. to try and, get them, try and get them just you, but then I'll also say, I swiped past like selfie central. Like I can't stand selfies on anybody. Um, mm -hmm. Like just an endless, like 10 selfies. Like you're all, you're doing the same face in every single one. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Um, no. And so <laughs> that's something I immediately am like, uh, so not, so not attracted to. Cause then it's like, the, it, that's like what I mean. Like there's a difference between having respect for yourself and then like loving yourself too much. And it's just like, uh, because then it's like if, yeah. if that's the kind of attitude or like uh if that's what they're conveying it's like where do i fit in <laughs> <laughs> is there room for me in this relationship seems like you're just having a nice time with yourself you might as well keep it that way so so the way it sounds it's it's group photos for the win but like make it pretty obvious which one you are or even just a single photo of of you like if you have somebody else take a picture of you okay uh, Somewhere. And we had talked about that too uh, on Sunday. It was, was it, what's the phrase? Candid photos? Like have mm -hmm. somebody take candid photos? Yes. And I'm like, I don't know anybody that does that. That's a dude. But eh, maybe a couple of them won't hurt, you know, once every yeah. couple months. Well, that's when you <laughs> check with your sister or your friends mm -hmm. that are girls. Because like, those are the ones that are like snapping those pics. Yep. And, that's um, true. Because like, that's what I like do. You know, I love catching candid photos so um you know the ones that end up really good it like captures the person in their natural state and um they're, they're, those end up being really good they're they're the ones that are legitimately not planned exactly because and i've i've, I've even noticed those too with oh not a lot but i've seen more than a few where it's a professionally done that or a really goddamn good phone camera um photo of somebody and they're doing something else and i'm like do i gotta like hire somebody to do this shit or what <laughs> no or am i just like not out in public enough e true hollywood story hire your own crew right <laughs> but yeah so definitely. you don't have to have professionally done pictures because that just screams that's over yeah, the top exactly but like like you, like you guys said, a candid photo or two, and then like just avoid the mirror selfies, everybody. Yeah, please. a couple selfies <laughs> won't hurt. Yeah, or like yeah. Uh, you know what is also bad, um, and I see way too many like in your car selfies. 
<laughs> I, it's just like, mm, I don't know. No. Like, I'll tell you right now, the guy I'm dating, like, not a single selfie on that profile. And then um, why I wasn't initially creeped out. So he reached out to me and asked me a question about something he saw on my profile. And we just had started a conversation. Like, he didn't say anything about my looks. Nothing creepy. Um, you know, just ugh, no no lines, nothing. And so it was just... Um, yeah, the weird like, be a human. pickup lines are the worst. Ooh, yeah. what are some of your favorites? Um, favorites are the worst. Favorites I hate. Worst or best? <laughs> both. All right, Let's do best both. and worst. Um, there really haven't been any bests. Yeah, haven't um, really had any good ones. God, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> are you a Viking? <laughs> Ooh, that's <laughs> no, fun. So my, so <laughs> Somebody asked you, you're a Viking? <laughs> no, so we were at the tattoo shop uh, about a month ago. Month, month and a half ago, and my husband's getting like right up under his armpit tattooed, so he's just, like laying there with no shirt on this tattoo table. And um, it's like an open parlor, <clears throat> so these two girls come in, and I was talking to one of them because uh, I had met her before, and she had like this older lady with her, and she straight looked over at my husband, and was like, Are you a Viking? Because <laughs> <laughs> my husband's got like uh, you know the beard and the, yeah you know, the, he doesn't have like long hair but he looks like a viking so i can see oh and she saw his his back tattoo so so you know just an innocent mistake <laughs> so yeah so like um definitely stay away from lady that's a given <laughs> i had a grocery delivery guy recently give me the Tips fedora milady thing, and it was the that's, that's that's cringe from my perspective. Yes. I can't imagine what it was like for you. <laughs> Shit. Um, let's see, what do you think are some bad ones, babe? Yeah, like bad pickup lines. So I'll say, like, um, I don't yeah. have. I don't have them handy now, but I lived in um, Chile for a year or almost a year. And so while I was there, just because it was like I was bored as shit the first few months. Um, and so I, you know, signed up for the OK Cupid there because I figured it's not Tinder. Like it's kind of a safer one. I had been on a few dates on it in um, yeah. the States and it wasn't awful. Um but so, you know, I tried it there and dear Lord, some of the screenshots I still have to this day from um, odd, odd men and guys like, um, yeah, there's one guy like wanted to tickle my feet and it was like, no, nope, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, and then the other ones <laughs> what were just are you like, doing, um, Matt? like really terrible uh, English, which, you know, OK, whatever. God bless you um, for trying. Um, <laughs> not muted. <laughs> But um, just like the ones that are reaching out, creepy, like "Hey, beautiful," like yeah, that's kind of weird. Like, no, nope, not at all. Yeah, that's how, that's how you get um, like if there was a way to put your profile into an incinerator, that's how it happened. <laughs> yeah, I would just say a you know "Hey" or "Hello" as like a first message. Um. Um, 
Yeah, it's been so long since I was on that. It's literally been like 10 years since I've been on any kind of dating website. They're awful. <laughs> uh, so. You know what's my... Can I, um, can I vent about what my least favorite... Um, like yes. as a girl. Oh, my least sure, favorite site. Sure. Bumble. I hate oh, that shit. Because you have to message first. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I'm oh, not doing that. On. I know, I'm sorry. I'm very but, but, uh, traditionalist when it comes to that, but... The thing is that my gripe about it and i understand where you're coming from but my gripe about it is that there's no, there's no way you can change that so it's like if if we because i'm on i'm on bumble too but like if we me and somebody would match and then they don't message me it's like well i nothing i can do about it really like i can't start the conversation Oh, After yeah. X amount of no, time, yeah, it just disappears. Just programming. I'm like, what the fuck? At least like, okay, you got a you got a a day, and then I'd have the option to extend it, and then it like it opens up both sides. Otherwise, but it doesn't do that, and I'm just like, that's very, I don't know, poor programming or poor app setup, I guess. It's just because weird. I don't but know. then also that that carries across other apps too. Is like if you don't if you match with somebody and you don't message them, like what's what are you doing? Are you going, what are you going? Where are you going with this? Yeah, you know, it, it is very confusing. It's a universal question. Like what's what's your purpose then? It's a weird dance, you know. It's weird, no matter what. But um. I don't know. In some ways, it's a numbers game. At least online, like you've got almost endless amounts of opportunity. Um, and I'm not even a proponent of online dating, but it's like that's kind of the world we live in right now, and really right now with um, us all being forced to socially distance ourselves mm-hmm. um, and not leave our houses. But honestly, like I feel like this would be a really even weirder time than usual to start online dating. Um, right, because it's it's like you can't even plan something. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, you just, start a conversation and then, like, eh, for the immediate future, that's all the more it's going to be is a text, phone call, maybe FaceTime conversation. And, like, that's it. Yeah. But also, you know, I don't know. Who, who's to say you might not find the person who's for you also just like wondering what the hell's going on in the world and, um, decides to try and get on online yeah it, it's definitely possible and i, I guarantee it's going to happen but it's just a you know crazy times that we live yeah. in so since i guess both of you aren't single anymore um maybe give this as a uh phrase this as if you were because there were some some ladies that were single, I think, when we recorded on Sunday or tried to record on Sunday. But what are some some things that you're looking for that you would be potentially looking for, either physically or non physically, in a guy? And I think we covered this a lot with confidence, but not overly cocky. And then also, um, being have good hygiene, essentially. <laughs> But like, what, what, what are some other things um, that, and this this also translates back to the other other question I asked of like what what are things that you noticed like what 
what stands out, but what are you looking for? What do you notice right away? Do you, do you like look at his, I always hear this all the time. Do you like look at his shoes? Like, I don't fucking know. Do you look know. at his dick? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. I mean, that is a thing. But... <laughs> um, Sorry, I had to do it. Something that I, it's one of those things where I look for it, but then like my dating track history, I've always been slightly taller than the guy I'm dating, except now, finally, dear Lord. And it's like, I'm not even that tall. I'm um just I over 5'7". I mean, I what? have just because, I don't know, it's like the shorter guys are the ones that have always come and asked me out or like had enough confidence to bother talking to me. And then so it's like, you know. <laughs> But then and, it doesn't work out for other reasons. But so I'm very happy that this pro- this one is uh, otherwise, you know, taller than me and great for me in other ways. But uh, <laughs> height, height kind of matters. Height does matter to me personally. It, it matters for a lot of chicks. It, it makes us feel protected. Um, and feminine and yes. dainty. And, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't want to feel like the linebacker in the relationship. I shouldn't feel <laughs> like I should feel diminutive, even if I'm not, you know? And that right. doesn't mean like we should all just be enormous or something, but like, you know, just feeling like you're confidently the chick in the relationship is really nice. <laughs> okay. That's, yes, reassuring in a sense because. Uh, as you notice, you like and everybody else four? will notice. Yeah, close. Um, as everybody notice, and I got I got the nickname Big Bad for a reason. Um, I am there you go. <laughs> six and a half feet tall. I varied between uh two eighty and three ten in college, and now I'm at about that three hundred. Uh, pound mark so it's like i'm not a small person uh height wise stature wise i guess um yeah so i've always wondered is like am i just too goddamn big where i'm intimidating no or, like, not at all what? so I, I i come from a family of like really tall men like most of them are anywhere between six two six four um so maybe not up to six and a half feet, though apparently my great uncles were like seven feet, like totally freakishly tall. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Where, that's uh, always the like the distant, distant relative that's like a massive person. Oh, I mean, like I'm, like I said before, like I'm a bio nerd, like genetics are just fascinating. But um, yeah, so my, like my brother's six four, and um, so his wife now is, um, she's probably like five eight, but like so they're just like both power tall people and um but so you're not too tall believe me and um Definitely not. but I, I it's so funny like i do have a friend who's um basically uh maybe an inch or a half inch away from being a an actual like legally considered a midget but Certified um midget and then and then like it. her husband is probably about your height and or just like maybe slightly shorter and so you know opposites attract too but um, I will say as a tall, uh, not even a tall, tall chick, but like a mildly tall chick, I do, uh, I'll admit, I, like whenever I see like tiny, short, little women with um, insanely tall guys, I'm like, why can't you go with the shorter guys and like, let me, <laughs> let me have the taller guys. Like, I know it's right. selfish, but like, what? Yeah, and I'm, I'm not 
picky at all. I mean, it, it's there's a certain height where I I would get uncomfortable, and that's just like <laughs> like a child. <laughs> well, yeah, in both directions. Like if you're under, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> four foot, probably four foot eleven, four foot ten, I would be like, that's fucking weird. But then also, <laughs> if on the other end of the spectrum, if you're, I don't know, six. Two, two six three i'm gonna be like that's also kind of weird yeah because i'm like be taller than you in heels and i have that problem right. and i'm not i'm not used to looking at uh looking women in the eye per se like at eye level mm-hmm. like and that's i guess most for me for me that's me looking at most people i have to tilt my head down so being in a relationship with somebody where i have to like look straight across to look at them in the eye i'm not sure how i'd take that right away but then yeah you bring up the heels point and then it's like well that's just unfair yeah yeah like i always feel weird when i wear when i wear heels and i'm either eye level or taller than my husband it's it's weird because i'm used to be i'm used to having to look up at him he's like six one six two and i'm five seven five eight so anything else that's like I was going to say, um, or something you want to look I at? personally like a beard. Um, I was going to say facial hair, like, yes. of, like, you know, if it can be grown properly and doesn't look weird and scraggly yes. and dirty, and then also doesn't look dirty in the sense that, like, unkept, um, you know, again, it goes back to, like, the having some self-respect, like, take care of yourself, mm-hmm. make sure you look good, but, like, also mm-hmm. don't be obsessed with your looks. Right. Um, a good smile and yeah, n- not meth mouth. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Don't have meth De- mouth. Decent teeth. <laughs> well, I, I've I've had people who've had messed up teeth, and that's not a big deal. But they have all of their teeth. Well, yeah, like <laughs> having them all, and you know, I don't know. I do. One not day. looking like the one guy from Tiger King. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, but I didn't know his <laughs> name, and I haven't seen Tiger King entirely. So, actually, I haven't watched it at all. But um, I haven't watched it at all. Well, part of the reason is I'm apparently essential by the government, uh, according mm-hmm. to the government. So, I get home, I have to do podcast stuff, and then on top of all my other normal shit, I have to do around home. So, I haven't had time to binge seven hours of Tiger King. Yeah, <laughs> it's a wild show. Um, that, that's 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 what I've collected from the memes. It's pretty intense. I've appreciated yeah. the memes, yes, but I haven't watched. But I know, but because of the memes, I do know what kind of mouth you're talking about. And yeah, that's scary, <laughs> pretty bad. Um, and then, like, also sad and tragic if your parents couldn't help you at an earlier age. Um, but there's options out there. Um, mm-hmm. What else was I going to say? Oh, and so I don't know, like, this is just my personal preference, but um, one thing I always like want to know is if you're a smoker or not, like, I'm not, I'm not a smoker. And so I don't know, cigarettes are pretty gross to me. It doesn't bother me because I'm a smoker. But it is difficult when you're a smoker and you date a non-smoker because it really bothers them. I've run into that. Yeah, so it's kind of got to be, like, mutual. So either, you know, if you're... I, I've seen it make more sense, like, if it's two smokers or two non-smokers, but, you mm-hmm. know, we live in kind of different worlds. 
So I want to ask you what you are looking for in a girl so that maybe we can better guide <laughs> you. Fucking question. <laughs> yeah. I, I, what do you got? Like what, what do you look for physically in a girl? First off. I'm going to be honest. I did not expect the podcast could turn around like that. Um, <laughs> I just got hijacked. Shit. Uh well, all in the name of science. With our yeah, cunning apparently. female ways. Uh, yeah, women do have a tendency to turn things upside down. Um, it's I have at least I think a very forgiving preference. Um, you could say it's I'm not very. I don't think I'm very picky. Um. It's tough for me to say I'm a I'm attracted to shorter women because like fucking all of them are shorter than me. <laughs> so like that's not really an argument. Um, mm-hmm. I can't really argue like as far as physical appearance. Like I can't argue hair color because eh, we whatever. all change our hair color. Well, not even okay. that. It, it's I I've seen. Uh, like brunette hair, black, like straight black, like jet black hair, or like blonde, or that weird fucking silver dye, like bleached ones, or like so that's bleached and toned. Yeah, (laughs) I accidentally gave myself gray hair one time doing that. Like some crazy bitch (laughs) that decides to go like blue. I'm like, I've I've been attracted to it all at some point. Um, so even with that, like those those drastic changes, it's very very forgiving i guess it it's maybe more of a subconscious here's me diving into the deep thoughts um it's maybe more of a subconscious like facial structure body type type of thing but even then it's that would be part of like you guys had brought up do you have like any physical boundaries like or like what what are you what would describe to us your ideal girlfriend honestly I'm I am going to be 100% honest I've never actually thought about that because well, I know I'm sh- very very broad in what what like physically matters to me um, I'm not talking about just physically but um, it, 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 an intellectually stimulating person somebody who's not surface level so okay. you, could, you could take um like you could take your your Cali girl and just throw her out of the picture because that's not going to work for more than a couple okay. weeks, maybe. <laughs> you know, because we're it, getting it's, somewhere. Yeah, and we'll we'll slowly chisel this down. Want to be able to hold a conversation with you? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and not make it seem like I'm leading the conversation either, though, because I've had to do that before, and that is very very taxing and just draining of if you're always asking the questions and you get yeah that makes sense yeah either very short responses or ones that don't really lead anywhere else um but also i've hung out with people or i've hung out with women that have seemed like i'm hanging out with 
one of my guy friends and I f- do I prefer that? Yes and no, because I can see there's there's positives and negatives to it. You know, it, it'd be the a negative being I could get too comfortable, you know, it it where it's not So a girl that doesn't have a whole lot that doesn't have only guy friends. That has a a good mix of friends. Right. And and it's like there was there was this one girl I was, I was hanging out with trying to date and it was it was really weird because it was the first time that I had experienced being around somebody who I was attracted to that I wasn't trying to impress and I could just relax. Um which was really fucking strange for me. But nice, right? It was oh god, it was amazing. It ended up not working out and Matt and Sassy and Miss Lawless kind of know the situation, but um mm. but I mean it's it's just like and well even with me being at that comfort level, I, I, I question why it didn't work, you know, like why it didn't happen. Because and maybe that's because I was too comfortable, you know, maybe because yeah, I, I was, was gonna say maybe you I got was relaxed too comfortable there. And I was, you know, maybe she she's she saw it as being more of a like a buddy buddy friendship than like an intimate relationship kind of a thing which could have been my we mistake like entirely. To, we like to be pursued that's, right and that's, that's another thing we do want you know that initial that initial contact on a personal basis i prefer to be pursued like that's how yeah. the kind of, like the dynamic with me and my husband when we first got together, he pursued me. Um, and that's something wanna... that I've always liked in a guy is to be confident enough to approach me and to, you know, talk to me. Yeah, we want to be confident in that you like us in that way. Okay. You know, because so... it's like, um, I don't know, like in a non-creepy way, making sure it's known that you don't want to be, you're not like, she's not in your friend zone and thus you don't want to be in her friend zone. Mm-hmm. Right. And I guess that was going to be my next question was, could you possibly for both my benefit and anybody who wants to listen to this, that might be in the same situation, walk me through what that pursuit would look like because what you just said, I don't want to be attempting well, that and then end up either going either going too far or not going far enough. You know, it, it's, it is a very fine line between being just a, a, a guy friend and then being a fucking creep, you know? Yeah. And yeah. If you guys didn't pick up on it, I cuss a lot. So, I'm, and I, I try not to, but it's, I it's cuss a like a sailor too. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. So um, like, fuck. So I would say maybe <laughs> though, go, um, just in like an idea even there would be when pursuing a chick that you want to have her know that you're not just considering her to be like one of your peeps, like one of your bros, I would definitely try and uh, tone down the cussing. Um, you know, yeah. I, cuss, yeah. I cuss like a sailor, but I know when I was first trying to like be pursued, I um, tried to make it a point that like I wasn't just a foul mouth. Yeah, you know, you had to I had, more, had, to I had more to say. 
and it, I wanted I wanted to impress him. So I think it would probably go both ways that you know, like you're trying to make it a point that um you're presentable and um you know you're you're putting your best foot out there for her, like you want to impress her. Right, and and not, not to not to. I mean, I think it goes that, without saying that if you're on a date with somebody, it's you know pretty well known that you're not looking for just a friendship kind of thing. Um. <coughs> but it might even be like how to get to that first date thing, like without it being like a oh let's hang out as friends or um let's all hang out. Um. Yeah, I think that's actually. I mean, and and. Hopefully this doesn't go down the road it went on Sunday, but let's just fucking use my personal experience of that past tragedy to kind of guide us in like what would be the way to do this, what to not. Just, just I'll, I'll chime in with little tidbits here and there. Hopefully to not get too, too you know, emotional about it. But like, started hanging out only, not only, but mostly going to going out for drinks you know just it it was very i don't want to say public but it was very social um but it was usually just us right mm-hmm. and then i in the back of my head i was like how do i invite her to a th- event or whatever with my friends without while like we're still not dating kind of a thing you know it, it's ask her if she wants to go to a party at your friend's house right and then just leave it at that and then yeah roll yeah, it. yeah. And that's probably because i was overthinking it is why that just didn't happen yeah, yeah. which is tend to be my problem is i just uh, don't over huge overthinking is is a bit of a it's counterproductive to what you're trying to do very very and i've, I've learned it and <laughs> I and it kind of shows us that mm-hmm, you might but... be indecisive, and we don't okay. like indecisiveness. Yeah, and that, that would take away it's from very the frustrating too. Yeah. yeah, it's different when you're exactly. married, but <laughs> indecisiveness in the very beginning of a relationship isn't the best. No, because again, you know, like before we want that, you can... some security. Mm-hmm. You know, just light compliments. I think you're really pretty, or you know. I think your dress is pretty kind of thing. You look, you look nice. nice. <laughs> Things like that. Very safe. Like you look nice tonight. I really I really enjoyed this conversation that we're having. You're um, really fun to talk to. Yeah. And you guys might tell think, her that you're like, enjoying, you know, talking with her and being around her. Yeah, and and, and you we might like think like this is a whole yeah, no shit, Brian. Type of my name is Brian, by the way. Uh, this is the whole no shit, Brian type of conversation that you're answering questions to. But this is stuff that some guys don't know, and women are a, an eternal enigma to a lot of guys. <laughs> so, and each one of you is different, so it also doesn't line up perfectly. But oh yeah, mm-hmm. like and I'll, and we're different, different days of the week, different days of the month. Like we're we're enough. Right, even yeah, women understand women and they hate it. So, <laughs> exactly. Why should I bother trying? I guess. But, <laughs> no, it, it and it it is. Um, and that was something I thought about too. Is like, what to certain people, like, what level is a compliment? 
what level is the you know next step above that what level's flirting you know it's or would you guys consider compliments flirting to an extent depending on what the well, other context I would, is i would take a compliment as a as a compliment it depends on what you say like what what would you consider flirting? oh like the time my husband told me that because i had my phone like stuck in my bra strap it's like nice phone case <laughs> but you know we we had known each other so it wasn't it wasn't weird um just being playful with i don't know let me see the way he was with me was like playful sexually kind of thing and that kind of let that let me know that you know he is interested in me but not like right off the bat <laughs> I'll say also that's, um, you know, safe and it definitely means, um, you know, it, it, it would come off at, it would come, it would be received well as a girl who like is trying to figure out if you're interested in her or not, but like, you know, be attentive. Honestly, like I loved that I didn't have to wait too long for a text response. I got more than one word answers. It was just like, you know, make the, con yes. like, be easy in the conversation and um you know and if and then again if she's not easy in the conversation like you said we're saying you've experienced before where you had to put in all the effort it's like well then no you know you don't really have to put you, you shouldn't have to like love is work you know all relationships are all work but like it should be a little bit effortless to spend time with a person that you both genuinely like each other and so you know um but like showing a, just even giving attention to her like mm -hmm. you know it might be a crowded room but like you know you're she's the only one there for you you know like i don't know there's like uh, body language is another you know is what 70 percent of the conversation so um again i don't know like be there be forthright but like also um don't be all up in her space if uh, she's not ready for you to be in her space, um, which, okay. you know, read her body language and you should be able to see if she's inviting you in or not. Right. Right. And I think. What kind of body language would be the appropriate body language? Hmm. What would be. I guess, I mean, like what's just the safest, like rated G body language is which way is your body facing? Is your body frontally facing the person that you're having a conversation with, or are they like distant and kind of like guarding themselves by like, like being pointed at you at an angle? You know, like if they're kind of, it it's definitely shows a lot. Like if um you're open and facing somebody, um as opposed to trying to like hide or guard yourself in a way. And then if she's doing that, like take note. Yeah, if she's doing that, then she's not yeah and i think like you said body language does speak volumes um it's and i would say don't do the weird knee grab thing like, what's that oh yeah the creepy the creepy like lay your hand on the knee oh yeah don't do that <laughs> Well, if you would have fucking told me that a year ago, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> no, nah, don't worry about it. Uh, I live and learn. Um, but yeah, and it's it's 
I guess I kind of had a question as far as a, being attentive to a conversation, um, but also that fine line of being all up in their space and maybe too attentive. Um, I have a tendency, and I try to, I guess, shut it off per se, but I have a tendency to um, say we're in like a social area, like a bar or a restaurant. I have a tendency to like let my not let my eyes tend to wander to other people from time to time to like scan the room per se. Uh that's obviously noted because I notice it. But obviously don't do that like I, when she's in the middle of talking to you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like you're allowed to do that if there's a break in conversation and or like, you know, if um It'd be weird. Okay, so back to the body language thing. Like, if you're kind of like leaning towards her or facing her, like she, like you're in her, a box with her, right? Like, that would be a weird time to like decide to look around the rest of the room, like you're paranoid <laughs> or creeped out by something. Like, yeah. you know, that would be like right. in, in, if there's a break in the conversation, maybe like relax and lean back and like I don't know. If I'm a people watcher. I I look all around the room, like see what else is going on there to um. If I need to add to the conversation or if it helps me think of something to talk about next. And, you know, ideally it's easy enough to not have to brainstorm <laughs> on a date. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Just try to, whatever it happens, like, try to let it be natural. But uh, definitely not while she's talking. Right. And that's something that I have. It's never, like... We're, I, like like you said, I'm like we're not, I'm not like leaned into the conversation. And I like sit back straight up and like look around the room. It's always like <laughs> no oh, hand so, on or, the like, like leaning over. Yeah, it's it's always <laughs> like oh somebody walked by, look at them, see if I it, uh, my my right. more or less excuse is like see if I recognize them, but it's more like me. And I don't know why this is, and I, I might sound like I'm tooting my own horn on this, but like I scan the room to see if like there's a threat if anybody looks being situationally off. aware yeah that's, and that's it's a like, good thing we uh, like that it's yeah. like a hyper <laughs> situational awareness where and i've had somebody tell me this uh and she's i think 30 mid 30s and married with a couple kids so i'm comfortable asking her for her advice and opinion but like she's told me like you need to calm the fuck down dude <laughs> Like, oh, it's like you, your head on a swivel all the time. Yes. Yeah, um, that's probably times, not that. That makes it's not, you. It's not probably make you look paranoid. It's not constant. It, it's just like I'm. My situational awareness is almost mm -hmm. hyperactive. Of like, you have to I be aware of that. If you could like somebody situationally me. aware, and if you could outwardly tone that down, honestly, mm -hmm. it's not a bad thing to do. Like right. just to be and aware. And that's, I think, what she was getting at. It was like, yeah. you, people can pick up on that. So if you, like, tone it down, I mean, you can still do it, but, like. Because my husband is really situationally aware and. Essentially, like, chill the fuck out on the outside because that makes, that throws people off of, like, he makes you unapproachable. And I'm like. Ah. It does. It makes you look paranoid. Um, yeah. I can say that he, at first, didn't seem so situationally aware. But I'm sure he was, but he didn't like, he wasn't like constantly looking around the room. He always put himself in a position to where he could see who was coming in the the place so that he wasn't constantly like turning around and 
making it seem like he wasn't paying attention to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like placing yourself strategically That's so you crazy. can still see what's going on. Yeah, I think that's actually, and I'm glad that you, you were able to, I don't know, give me, continue with the advice on that of like, calm the fuck down, Brian. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it is, like you said, it is noticeable for sure. Um, and I've even, I, the fact that I've noticed it is eh, not good because that means somebody else definitely can notice it. Um, but I guess kind of go off of that. What are what are some red flags that you guys have come across or like haven't, but though that's only because you've avoided them. Um, as far as like dating somebody, being in a relationship, being looking for someone to date, overly controlling. You said yes, overly controlling. Um, quick, quick or short tempered. Yeah. And just like derogatory and, um, you know, uh, too strongly opinionated, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I mean, like not, not willing to be open-minded in any kind of conversation and, um, acting like you're the smartest person in the room kind yep. of thing. Like, I don't I don't like that personally because it makes me feel dumb. I like to have conversations where we can both talk and be open and you know, we can go back and forth, but don't sit here and make me feel dumb for the way that I feel or yeah, the questions definitely. that I ask. Um let's see what else. Does he have a you know does he what is what is his car like? Does he have his own vehicle? Does he have a shitty vehicle? Does he have a a decent vehicle? And you know, yeah, kind of a, a lot of things that we already kind of touched on. Like, um, mm-hmm. does he does he take care of his personal belongings? What do his you know? I don't know. What do his clothes look like? Look like? Does is he wearing decent clothes? Is he wearing you know wrinkled clothes? Kind of thing. Yeah, and I guess yeah, Maddie, like you said, this is a lot of stuff that um, we've already touched on just on the conversation that we've had. It, it's, I think, the pet peeves that maybe come to mind for me are are ones that I, that I've brought up. It, it's like having a boring conversation is really fucking annoying. Um, yeah, I haven't had to have an emergency call yet. You know, to have somebody. <laughs> call me about a flat tire oh, or God. getting arrested oh, God, or something, yes. but uh, still, thank thank the Lord that that hasn't happened, but it's still on the table. Um, Being but, overly touchy is a big red flag for me. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm on a date, if you're like constantly in my space, like all the time, like let let me come into your space, kind of thing. Bragging, like, yes. Bragging is annoying being cocky but also there's there's also the other side of that which would be being apologetic i guess you could say yeah yeah yeah, i I saw a i saw a picture and i actually uh replied to said person's uh it was on their instagram or snapchat or something but 
it had somebody um, just going off on all these topics and bouncing back and forth. And then they said, oh, I'm sorry, I'm probably boring you. And then I was like, I've fucking been there where I like go off on something I'm super interested in. And then I like reel it back in and be like, ah, do you even care what I'm talking about? Hmm. Which to an extent, if you can, if if you tone it back a little bit and give them time to chime in, you can tell if they're actually interested or not. But to an extent, don't be overly apologetic about it. Yes, don't be overly yeah. apologetic because it makes you look weak. Yep. We don't like that. It's very true. <laughs> My husband said strong caveman. <laughs> strong viking strong together strong viking, the, yes the viking chimes in yeah and, it, and it's 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 I, f- I find it over the last uh hour and 20 minutes or so that we've been recording um that we kind of as dumb as this sounds we keep going back to a theme of it's very instinctual and like primal you could say of like like you said uh, good hygiene good health stability goal driven stability a Mm -hmm. a social status of sense um, a a social status of a sense or even when you guys brought up that being taller than the person the guy being taller than you um, is something that is important to you. It's not critical, but it's you notice it. Um, and that's just like, like I said, it, it's interesting how it's very primal and like your husband just said, it's very caveman. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's just funny that it's like, wow, we uh, have Wi-Fi and all this modern technology, but we're still relying on that shit. Hey, I think, um, you know, we evolved all of it for a reason and it's gotten right. us this far. And so I think like when we forget our gut instincts and things like that, like that's when we mess up, you know, that's when we find people or end up with people that aren't right for us. And, uh, you know, it just never clicks. And on some level it is known like deep in your biology, it is known. And, um, you know, I think like the word, I don't know, like when uh, people talk about, even I'm just saying like it clicks, like there's something that like fits between two people and um, you either find that or you don't find that. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, some people don't and then they move, you know, 500,000, 2000 miles away and holy shit, there's this person I've been looking for my entire life. And or like, you know, uh, people change throughout their own lives. And so, you know, the person I am now is not the person I was last year, or the person I was two years ago. And so, you know, everybody's kind of just dealing with their own shit all the time. And so, you know, what I was looking for earlier wasn't the same as what I finally grew up and <laughs> was looking for more recently. But, um, you know, I think uh, having a relationship with yourself that's really like healthy and honest and um open and forgiving is what's going to put you in a better place to find a person that's uh more suited for you 
Yeah, that's and just listen. I would say listen to yourself. Like if you if you feel like this isn't really going anywhere, then you know. Yeah, the voice said it. (laughs) Like the voice in your head said so. (laughs) Mm Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah having. And it's okay to be socially awkward. Ooh, there's nothing wrong with champion at that. (laughs) Oh yeah, I mean. Me. We're all socially awkward in some way or another. Right. There, there, there's always a certain social cue that you're like, yeah, I shouldn't have fucking said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that's a that's actually a, a really good point to maybe wrap this up on is that <sighs> don't be be confident but not cocky. There's mm-hmm. a big difference. Mm-hmm. And follow your instincts. Like trust your gut on a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, calm down the paranoia. Yep. Yeah, don't overthink shit. And honestly, this episode helped. And the the reason I wanted to do this type of an episode, this question air of women in the liberty movement, was because I need help with it. Uh, so this is helping me as much as anybody else who decides to listen to this, <laughs> which is good. So I I want to thank both of you for doing that. Um, and then I also want to thank everybody else that was on on Sunday, but wasn't able to be here today, tonight. So it was a pleasure having you guys along. Um, Matt was here for a bit. He's still here, but I don't think he is chiming in. Um, Sassy is also apparently still here, but I don't know where he's at. Yeah, he just kind of left. Yeah, hmm. both, of them, both of them are lurking, but they think lurking. I'm doing a good job, so I think they just let me handle this one. Oh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll do some quick outros here. You guys can plug everything that you are on, um, and, and don't don't be ashamed of plugging your uh, your podcast, your social media, your Etsy, your Patreon, whatever, whatever, whatever you have, um, because. <laughs> With the situation we're in, I love agorism, but also everybody's there's a lot of people that don't have jobs, which is interesting to me. But like I said, I'm apparently essential according to the government. So, um, Mob Google, you can start us off with plugging your stuff, uh, your Instagram or wherever wherever people can find you. Uh, it's pretty simple. Um, you can find me at mom underscore blue on Instagram. Um, I do have a Twitter, but I'm not really active on that. I just kind of look. So, Instagram's where I'm at. Yeah, I would agree. Instagram is where it's at. It's my uh, platform of choice and our platform of choice. Um, Like I said earlier, I'm Maddie from the Voluntary Vixens podcast. I'm a co-host with Jesse. If you want to follow us, you know, catch us on Instagram. Um, Our podcast is on everything i don't know um all of it find us there and uh i would also say that me individually like i had a um my own kind of side liberty account um voluntary vinyasa before the podcast ever became a thing so if you ever want to reach out to me personally like i love talking to people i have no problem with it um strangers whatever so i'm pretty interactive if you uh want to talk awesome and then uh matt just told me that he's just he's just gonna lurk for now um i'll plug his stuff he he is here he did give us some input via text um but you can find him at uh boogaloo memes on instagram um and then 
you guys can just follow tactical buffaloes podcast we tag ourselves um our individual instagram pages on every post or at least every post that i've seen so if you want to just follow tactical buffaloes podcast that'd be great follow these two wonderful women and everything that they have going on they have added so much input to this and i i can't thank them enough for being here um and then also our last last host that was here in the beginning had dip out sassy if you want to plug your shit since you're the most popular one of the buffaloes that'd be great you can find me on instagram under sassy's raiders and i did not dip out i've just been kind of in the background listening trying to take notes the whole time seriously writing on a notepad Oh, that's that, that's funny. Yeah, and, and that's, I gave up halfway through and just started listening. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm like, pretty just, damn popular. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just have to listen to this over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> but uh, thanks, guys, for listening. This is a big bad closing out here for the night. Um, hopefully, we'll have this Wait, one up. Brian. Yes, Brian, Matt. What's do, up? Do, do the do the regular outro. The uh, the one about horses. Oh, horse one. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you gonna finish it or what? <laughs> Uh, no, you can finish right. it. I wasn't really in this one. Okay, so yeah, this is Big Bad here signing us off. Hopefully this one will be up before too long. Uh, we got another one coming up on the 13th that I think will be a pretty good one. So this will probably be out the 20th of April. So hopefully everybody's in the mood for a libertarian relationship advice. <laughs> <sighs> so thanks everybody for being here. Um, thanks everybody for listening. This is Big Bad signing off, and I want you guys all to know that the giant horse conch weighs 11 <laughs> pounds. Good <Noted>. night. <laughs>